When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It's actually a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You just heard Christine Lisi mention it. Aaron Rodgers has spoken. We know the combine's going on and there's a ton to get to with GMs all across the league telling us what their intent is. Also, KD will be on the court tonight. But, Harry Douglas, there is only one way to get this thing rolling. Here we go! Only one place to start. This is the nightmare when it comes to the Lakers. We could just shove aside that notion that they're going to advance beyond the plan and get to the sixth seed because without LeBron, that ain't happening. We got to step up and hold down the fort until he returns. It feels so dramatic to say it, but oh, Lord, was I right, Harry. I'm telling you, we said yesterday on Fitz and Harry, we would get a real indication of who the Lakers could be without LeBron last night in a big matchup against the Grizzlies. Well, that big matchup went in favor of Memphis in a result that I don't think surprised either of us that much. 121-109, and at this point, I'm sorry, in my book, stick a fork in the Lakers. If we're asking for anything real to come out of this team moving forward, they are done. And I will say this, though, Fitz, we, we got to give the Lakers a little bit of credit because, right, they came out hitting on all cylinders uh, except one that was protecting the basketball, even to the point to where when it got to halftime, they were in a solid place. It was just a terrible third quarter that really, really, really hurt the Lakers in those regards. But the Memphis Grizzlies, they were able to do what they do best, be a physical team, be dominant on defense, and then make the opponent pay. Right, the, Grizz- the Grizzlies, when I look at them, I don't see them as a three-point shooting team because I think you only have Desmond Bain and probably Luke Kennard, who they just acquired via trade. Those are guys who can sharpshoot the basketball. Everyone else on that roster, they're going to be trying to get their points from within the paint. And that's one of the things with the Lakers really stunk last night. They allowed 86 points, Fitz, 86 points in the paint. I don't know how anybody is going to survive a basketball game allowing 86 points in a paint. Yeah, not only did they allow 86 points in a paint, but I think this one is really staggering to me. The Grizzlies had 54 second-half paint points. That's tied for the most paint points in a half by any team since play-by-play was tracked in 96 97. Like, I'm old, right? And I'm looking back to this. That's all the way back to when I was just getting out of high school. So Mm -hmm. in that entire process, in that entire time, we've seen a record-tying performance with Memphis going in and taking it to them. That was the big adjustment here, Harry. In the the second half, it felt like the Grizzlies, because you're right. At at halftime, I was sweating my take a little bit. At halftime, I was like, (laughs) maybe I was wrong. Maybe they're plucky. And then all of a sudden, in the second half, the Grizzlies came out with an intent to absolutely force force contact, force physicality, and force those points in the paint. And when they did that, the Lakers had no no answer. This this was watching strength against weakness at that point because John Morant and the Grizzlies as a whole just took it to L.A. in the second half. Well, John Morant, him alone had 28 points in the third quarter. And all of those points came into the paint. Well, just about every last one of them. 
He didn't hit one three-pointer. As a matter of fact, Fitz, the Memphis Grizzlies as a team, they were 6 for 31, 19.4% from three. So I'm looking at Darvin Ham from a coaching perspective, right? And I'm saying at some point, or when are we going to clog the lane and just force the Memphis Grizzlies to shoot jump shots? That wasn't the case last night. They had their way in the paint. They were able to get bucket at the bucket. And we've seen time and time again this Laker team turn the basketball over. Y'all want to know how many? 26 turnovers that led to 41 points for the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis had seven turnovers in that ball game. So not only did you give up 86 points in the paint, but you turned the, uh, the ball over at an alarming rate. And that's what's going to happen when you don't have a LeBron James who's a point forward who can orchestrate the offense and get guys in the right uh, sets and put guys in the right positions for them to be successful. It really, really and truly was missed last night from those regards. I mean, look, this is a sweeping generalization, but in most NBA games, Harry, and by the way, it's Fitz and Harry, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, in most games, if I tell you that you get absolutely hammered in the paint, and I tell you that you let a star go off, not not just go off, but he became the fifth player in the last 25 years to have 30 paint points and 10 assists in a game. You let their star go off, you got hammered in the paint, and you turned the ball over and over and over again. There has to be some spot where you say, oh yeah, and you lost. That's not surprising. Darvin Ham, you mentioned earlier, the Lakers head coach, said this at the press conference afterwards about how LeBron's absence specifically impacts the Lakers. You got arguably the best player to ever play the game. You're going to feel his absence. <laughs> That's for damn sure. But, you know, these guys, like I said, we have cap- capable players in at all positions. And, you know, it's just a matter of us slowing down, understanding what we got to get to, making sure our spacing is correct, and then having a rhythm to what we're doing. Not just dribbling, dribbling, um, probing, probing, holding, holding. We, we just got to get to it. We got to get in and out of our actions to get to a second side or third side as quickly as possible. And obviously, again, we, we, we turned it over and, and we struggled with the rhythm of the game today. Offensively. It, it drives me crazy, Harry. Like, there's some shifting narrative here. I understand you're without the best player of all time, according to Darvin Ham at the beginning of that, and you're going to feel it. But let's not pretend that the rest of that roster is me and you, right? Like, you could actually play. Me, I wouldn't help anybody. But, like, AD is still supposed to matter. How do we go from, oh, Anthony Davis is going to save a team, to, well, man, all we got now is AD, and we're just going to do the best we can. Golly gee. Like, I can't buy that bill of goods. Well, I will tell you this, and... We touched on this a little bit yesterday on Fitz and Harry. Anthony Davis is not like a Giannis where he can bring the ball up the court. He's not like a Kevin Durant where he can get the rebound and go coast to coast, right? The ball for him has to be delivered in the sweet spot, right, by the point guard or whoever's on the floor. LeBron is excellent at doing so and getting guys the ball in their sweet spot. Also, D'Angelo Russell, their point guard, starting point guard, he was out last night. Dennis Schroeder, I thought, did a decent job, but not a good enough job to put these guys in the right positions uh, to be successful because he had six turnovers alone. You've seen times on fast breaks where, you know, guys were mishandling the basketball, and they would have had more than 26 turnovers. There's a, a couple times where the ball just bounced and went their way, and they were able to get it and score buckets. Or it could have been a turnover going the other way for points for the Memphis Grizzlies. So a lot of different things to unpack here for the Lakers. But I think the number the number one thing in my eyes is that LeBron James' absence was, was felt very, very hard. But also D'Angelo Russell not being there to orchestrate things and control things from a point guard perspective really hurt this team last night to the point to where you got, you know, 
You got Brown trying to get the ball and, and dribble it all over the place. You had Austin Reeve, Reeves who had turnovers all over the place. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, dribbling the ball all over the place and creating turnovers that way. So a lot of these guys were in disarray, but that's what you're going to have when you don't have a LeBron James out there on the floor. Greenies presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers are switching to save with Progressive. Save nearly 700 bucks on average. You mentioned struggle, and it makes me think identity. In fairness, they're not the only team in the West trying to find their identity. Should be noted, Kyrie Irving uh, missed a game winner. Uh, Mavs uh, lose 124-122 to the Pacers. The Mavs are now 1-4 with Luka and Kyrie. Every loss, loss every single loss has been in clutch time. Think about that. You got two guys trying to figure out how to play together and it's becoming a Spider-Man meme at the end of the game to figure out like you, 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 like they, they absolutely are struggling to figure out who they are in the West as well, Harry. Look, you know how you go hiking sometimes, but you decide to go Not hiking sh- after you have leg, leg day and, and, and squat day. And you know, your, your, your legs feel like Bambi and you, you just don't know if you can make it. That, that's how I feel about the Dallas Mavericks right now. Because if something is really off with their team. Even though you have Luka Doncic and you have Kyrie Irving, they just can't seem to figure it out. And I understand that they haven't been together long, but they don't. time is not on their side. They have to figure it out rapidly because, you know, the end of the regular season is approaching and playoff basketball is about to be here. And you don't want to run into a situation where, let's just say hypothetically, you're in a, you know, you're in a game seven in one of these series. And now it's crunch time, and you get to the end of the game, and these same scenarios are coming up in a bad way like they are in the regular season right now in the playoffs. You don't want that. you got to figure it out, and now it's going to be more pressure on Jason Kidd to try to figure it out as well, along with Luka and Kyrie. I'm I'm trying to figure out leg day for Harry Douglas because anybody ever seen like my guy played in the NFL for ten years uh, you know had success in the NFL for ten years Louisville Hall of Famer like putting respect on it right there but like I thought I had chicken legs till I, I met Harry Douglas like you how much you how much you putting up on leg day there HD like hey what you remember that video I, oh, I sent y'all in the group you in the group did text? send that whoa like, it was over five hundred pounds in that squat bar baby how were those little ass legs putting up five hundred pounds like that is just I, I don't even know how you That's do That's why I keep trying to tell everybody. This little <laughs> man over here got some power. Don't run up on me. I mean, I mean while we're just being honest, you know, uh, I'm just going to be real with you, Harry. I went to Orange Theory this morning. You know, I've been working out, getting my fitness in. Like, humble look brag. Good, feel, oh, yeah, not even a humble brag. Straight brag, right? Like, He's I'm rich. I am he works crushing out at Orange Theory. I'm, I'm That's what the rich six, people work out at. Six days a week. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, when, when you work with somebody <laughs> that played in the NFL, you automatically, like, so I'm at Orange Theory this morning, and we were doing these, like, these like lunge thingies. You know, lunge thingies. That's that's what a workout warrior like. They're called lunges. Them. Yeah. Uh, but you had one foot up on one of those balance balls, right? Uh, yeah. So I had the foot up on the balance ball, and everybody else around me had like 35s in each hand while they were trying to like do these lunges. Nah, no, nope, I dropped the weights. I just, I, I was just trying to do the lunges. But it's not, it's not, it's not about how much weight you do. It's about being able to control the weight. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you know people can have a ton of weight um, working out, but if you're not controlling it and you know really getting that your core engaged in things, and it doesn't matter. Well, I, I know your analogy though because. After I finished my weightless lunges on that, I had to get up on the treadmill. And I'm feeling froggy this week. Like, I've, I've, I've increased my speed on the treadmill, right? So when they said all out, I went to 10 on the treadmill, which is hoof. Like, that, that's hoof. Like, I'm going after it, right? 10 on the treadmill. I made it like four steps before I realized my legs were flopping under me. And I was probably going to land on my face on the treadmill. I had to back it down. I had to back it down to nine. The, 
the Jello legs couldn't handle it. So apparently I didn't know this. I need leg day from Harry Douglas. If you're watching us in the ESPN app, you would never know that Harry has scrawny legs because you can't see him right now. But you would know it's Dress for Success Wednesday. If you've never hung out with Fitz and Harry every Wednesday when Harry was a kid, his dad always said, you know what, you you, you got to dress for success one day a week. Dress for where you want to be in life. So we brought that in honor of his dad, you know, and to, to tip the cap to him every week. We brought that to Fitz and Harry. Kudos to the show staff. Bubba, completely the upset of the day is that Bubba's got a tie on. Like, Bubba, feel, we did not expect this in the group text yesterday. Bubba was very quiet. Bubba wearing the tie, rocking the tie. It looks good, Bubba. We're really proud of you, buddy. The top button is not buttoned, but it looks all right. No, it's still it's good, though. Casual. I'm not, wearing, I'm not wearing a tie, so I can't talk. But. No, Cam, we'll get to you later. All yeah, right, don't all you, right. This was Bubba's moment, and you literally just ruined it. See? All right? We will address this later in the show. Bubba, you, you look good. Uh, Thank I, you. I, I didn't even, I didn't think you had it in you. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think you owned a tie or a suit. Uh, but yep. it, it, I like it, to surprise people. I mean, I I almost consider not doing it. And, I, and I'll say this right now. This will be the last time I'm doing it until <laughs> Harry eats a meatball sandwich because I'm sick of this nonsense. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Harry's got to eat a meatball sub now. The like, last time, like, you know, you know why we're doing this? Because it was a, November 3rd, 2021. That's when we did a Who You Got. You think I forgot? Harry and Chris Carlin are filling in, doing Greeny. I did a Who You Got. It was National Sandwich Day. What was your favorite sandwich? Somehow a meatball came up. Harry said he's never had a meatball. We said, oh, you got to have a meatball. That's been 483 days. We've been waiting for him to have a meatball. Over 41 million seconds. This he's been personal. toying with me saying he'll have a meatball. So what do I do? As a, I'm a team player. I'll dress up. I'll do your dress for success. I'm a team player. Harry's not. I'm sick of it. I'll do it today. I'm not this, doing it again until you eat a meatball sandwich. Uh, you know what? Next time Harry's in Bristol, Bubba, I'll buy. I'll take us out. You He's could. been in Bristol. No, He's but, been in New York. He's had every type know, of excuse Bubba, possible. But you Tone can pick the place. There, okay? Bubba can pick Jeez. the place. Bubba picks the place wherever your favorite meatball sub is. We'll go. We'll get one. Like that. Great. I mean, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of being a team player everywhere I go here. What kind? What kind of team player is Harry? You know what? Love can build a bridge. Give, and I'm I just gonna try to be give him today. some love and tell Cam that I don't want. I don't want it. I don't want it. I mean, Harry. He's got a point. Team team he, player he here. Poops on me. You're in we'll Vegas. Get to that a little later they as got well. they got meatball. Oh, yeah, we are going to get to uh, um, an incident later. All right, uh, we got plenty of NBA. We're going to break down because yesterday and today are both huge days for the future of the Western Conference specifically. But it's a day that ends in Y, and that means there's Aaron Rodgers content. Oh, this one's different though. We've now heard from Aaron Rodgers for the first time since he emerged from the darkness. We'll tell you about it next. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover on Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron. It feels today more real than it ever has at any point. Do you want him back as the quarterback of the Packers? Those discussions have to happen and making sure that it's the right fit. Today was the first time that the window was open by Brian Gutekunst to say that he may not be back in Green Bay. He said our season and what happened last year adjusted our thinking a little bit. And now he's saying that all options are open. So he's going to play somewhere else. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Fear not, we'll still be doing Fitz and Harry today from noon to 3. So we're going to be hanging out. We're there every single day in the ESPN app and on ESPN Radio from noon to 3. So be sure to check it out. Hang out with us. It's a day of the week, which means we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. But we have Aaron Rodgers to react to because he was on the Aubrey Marcus podcast and this is what he had to tell everybody about where he is right now in his process. It's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision mm-hmm. and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. I don't know. This continues to trend. I feel like every week when Harry and I have talked about Aaron Rodgers, the follow the next time he yes, speaks, bro. he's speaking directly about what one of us like there one of us might be Harry Douglas, might have mentioned a little bit like just make your decision. Tell us what you're gonna do. It seems like <laughs> he definitely listens to Fitz and Harry. Yeah, there's which we For appreciate sure. it. Hey, hey Ron, just give us a call. Uh you know who else listens to Fitz and Harry? Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. The Wolfpack grows by one. He hangs out with us right now. So uh Jeff, let's just since Greeny's not sitting in this seat and you can finally yep. be honest with no consequence. Is Aaron Rodgers yeah. going to be the quarterback of the Jets next year? Yeah. Yeah? 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 It's still the Greeny show. No, I, I don't I don't know. But, but look. <laughs> <laughs> you know Classic. what I will say? I will say it feels more likely that he'll be the quarterback of the Jets than he will be the Packers, which feels like a pretty big statement. Um, look, I, I don't know, man. I listened to these comments on this podcast and there's more to it than, than what you heard there, uh, where, where he basically discusses uh, 
you know, the past several years with the Packers and a lot of I and a lot of me and a lot of they, like the Packers, to be very clear, also have some say in this matter. And from my understanding, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't make it clear to them that, like, he's all in, that he wants to do this with a fully committed approach to the offseason, to training camp and all these different things, then they also are ready to move on with Jordan Love. So while, yes, we are waiting on Aaron Rodgers' decision, to me it feels like the Packers also have a decision to make. And quite honestly, the sense I get is everybody feels like they're trending more toward the decision of moving on than they are to, to growing together. So, Jeff, which comments that Packers GM Brian Gutekis made at the Combine yesterday jumped out to you the most? All of them. I mean, all of them. I, I would say that the one that jumped out the most, though, is do you want Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of the Packers? And his answer was not yes. It was we have to have those conversations before we can make, come to that conclusion. That, I mean, that says pretty much everything we need to know right there. If the answer is not yes, um, and he said, we have to make sure it's the right fit. Um, and by the way, that, what he's referencing there when he says the right fit is the idea that we're getting a fully committed Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the second most important quote that I thought Brian Gutekunst said was that he believes Jordan Love is ready to be a starter in the NFL. Uh, and when they moved on from Brett Favre to, to Aaron Rodgers, and not, not Gutekunst, but the, the Packers organization, it was because they saw a path forward. And right now, the Packers see a path forward with Jordan Love. Um, to me, those two things coupled together tell me that the Packers are more than willing to move on with Rodgers. And if he doesn't come forward and, and make his own case, which, I don't know, it's kind of hard for me to fathom that happening, uh, it, it feels like these two are headed in, in different directions. We're talking to Jeff Darlington. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas, just get me through the logic part of it then, Jeff, because what I keep saying, I mean, according to what over the cap right now, it looks like a trade pre-June yeah. 1st is a $40 million cap hit. And according to SpotTrack, uh, right now the Packers have about $16 million in cap space. How are they going to move on? Even if they decide they want to move on from Aaron Rodgers, how do they do yeah. that financially? Well, I mean, it, a lot of it will have to do with you can designate it post-June 1st. You can, you know, th- there will be the discussions over the trade will probably have as much to do about compensation in terms of financials as it will about draft picks. Um, It it will undoubtedly require bookkeeping, but last year when they structured this contract, um, you know, it was very Aaron Rodgers friendly. Like if he, if he decided this year that he wanted out of it and wanted a trade, um, it was built to allow for that. So um, it, you know, again, Aaron, if Aaron says, you know, I want to be back with the Packers, uh, it it definitely complicates it. But if he and the Packers both come to the decision on their own, they can work through the financials and find a team, by the way, uh, whether it's the Jets, the Raiders, or another team that can digest that contract and and help pave the road for, for all parties involved. So, Jeff, I want to move to my fellow Louisville alum, Lamar Jackson, who sent out yeah. another cryptic tweet yesterday, right? No matter the circumstances, never crack. Just relax. Does this sum up his approach to the contract negotiations? It does. Yeah, I think it does. You know what's funny about Lamar? Like, th- this is nothing new for the way he's approached anything. And that tweet does, I think, encapsulate his approach. And that is, look, you don't think 
I should get this guaranteed money? Well, I do, and I'm going to put my feet in the ground, just like I did when I was coming out of college uh, years ago and when he was at the Combine this very week talking about how I'm not going to be a running back. I'm a quarterback, and any team that wants to take me as otherwise should avoid me altogether. Uh, when, when he went to Louisville, when he committed to Bobby Petrino at Louisville, it was because he got a promise, his mother got promised by Petrino that he would, in fact, be only used as a quarterback and nothing else. He has always taken that approach that I'm going to dictate. I am the player. I am the asset. I am going to dictate how this goes. And to me, it feels like he's going about this no different. And that's why if the Ravens aren't willing to change their sort of tone with these negotiations and ultimately give him what he wants, uh, it, it feels like it's not going to get any closer uh, and I'm very, very curious not only to see what tag the Ravens ultimately place on him, but if, if to me, it's not about Lamar Jackson playing on a tag. It's about negotiating a long-term deal or tagging and trading him to go to another team. And, Jeff, one of the things that I think that's fascinating about Lamar Jackson, and you brought up Bobby Petrino, well, I happen to play for Bobby Petrino within my college career as well. And we had a 100% pro-style offense. Now, a little bit a little bit of the mm-hmm. things were altered for Lamar Jackson and his skill set, but you had those plays where he was from the pocket delivering the football down the field right. and being accurate. So I didn't I never understood, you know, why people always harped on, you know, Lamar Jackson can't do this from a throwing perspective. What are your thoughts on that? I think he can. He does not simply strike me it's it's not a situation to me where I don't want to rip Kyle. I don't want to like take a shot at Kyler Murray necessarily. I I just feel like Lamar Jackson deserves to be talked about after what he's proven and what he's done in the league so far as a true quarterback and not some novelty. He's not at this point, and that to me is why I'm not saying that I would feel awesome about giving him the fully guaranteed contract, but I am saying I would consider it. And I know that's a tough precedent to set. And unless there truly is collusion within the NFL, within these owners, you've got to think that there is, if not the Ravens, one of the 31 other teams willing to take that step. It's hard for me to believe that they won't. We saw it from the Browns last year. And I would think that when it comes to Lamar Jackson, by the way, not somebody who's just a great football player, but who is a great leader and who is a blockbuster ticket salesman. Like, that guy comes, goes to a new team, and, and that team is immediately relevant. And to me, when it comes to guaranteed money, if you're a billionaire owner, that matters. And I think that he checks all the boxes in that regard. Jeff, before we let you go, let me get one more in here. Obviously, Derek Carr is going to be meeting with the Jets again. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers more likely to be the Jets quarterback. What, what is the latest on Carr? What's his situation look like? Yeah, I mean, look, by the way, uh, to be clear on that statement, I, I mean, I, I think that Aaron could – end up with the Raiders, too. My point is it just feels like he's getting away from the Packers and more toward another team. But uh, it is really interesting with the timing of Derek Carr because as much as Carr has basically had the luxury of a a few weeks to kind of evaluate the landscape, now it's go time, right? Because if it it, it sure feels like the Jets are as much nice things as they've said about Derek Carr. If they wanted them, they'd make the offer, they'd lock it up, they'd close the deal. So to me, it feels like everybody's sort of playing a little bit of, okay, let's all be patient here. Um, but someone's going to eventually pull the trigger. And I'm sure it is waiting on what Aaron's going to do. But 
if the Jets don't feel like they're going to get Aaron Rodgers, they might want to move on Derek Carr because uh, it, it feels very possible that he could wind up with the Saints or the Panthers at this point. So a lot of different things in motion right now. What domino falls first is going to make for a fascinating result across the NFL landscape. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Darlington. Jeff, enjoy Indy. Hope you have the time of your life. Don't need too much of the spicy shrimp cocktail sauce. That's <laughs> yeah, the most important thanks, thing. Man. Appreciate it, guys. And thanks, Jeff. Uh, great stuff from Jeff. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what's getting out there is all about. Nature Valley. Life happens out there. Uh, this is breaking. We got a breaking piece of news on ESPN.com. Want to get everybody caught up on that absolutely impacts the NFL draft. There is now a warrant out for former Georgia star and top potentially top pick Jalen Carter stemming from the NFL draft prospects alleged involvement in a fatal crash involving a teammate. You guys may remember this that happened back January 15th. Devin Willick, an offensive lineman for the Bulldogs and recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix were killed. Police initially reported it as a single vehicle accident. Details of the investigation released Wednesday cited evidence that Carter and LaCroix were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the crash. Carter is the number one overall prospect in this year's draft. According to ESPN's Mel Kuyper Jr., he's not participating in the workout portion of this week's NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis, but will conduct interviews with teams, undergo a physical, and is scheduled to address reporters Wednesday. Anytime that there's a conversation around this, we have to stress this is an accident that has involved the loss of life. That is far more important than anything that matters about anybody's NFL career and what it means next. But you need to know this information as it will impact Jalen Carter's life, obviously, and it is a breaking, developing story that will impact the entire NFL moving forward. As we get more information on it, we will make sure that you get more information on it. This is breaking news again. Police have secured arrest warrants for former Georgia star Jalen Jalen Carter stemming from the top NFL draft, draft, draft prospects alleged involvement in a fatal crash involving a teammate. We'll get you more information on it as we get more information. And uh, we're going to continue to discuss this and what we're hearing from the NFL Combine. We'll tell you all about it. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's Fitz and Harry taking over Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Again, if you're enjoying hanging out with us, you can hang out with us every weekday from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the ESPN Radio app. On ESPN Radio, I should say. On the ESPN app. On Sirius XM Channel 80, you can hang out with us all the time. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Again, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. There's breaking news. This is just out, and I want to, I want to be very specific here. Instead of speculating on any of it, I'm going to tell you exactly what we know so far. Now, there are a lot of reports out there. I'm like you. Uh, whenever there's breaking news, I suddenly go to Twitter like the rest of us do, and I'm looking for every blue check mark validated source that I can find. Uh, but rather than give you anything that we can't source, I'm going to give you what we know from ESPN. And that is that police have secured arrest warrants for former Georgia star Jalen Carter, stemming from the top NFL draft prospects alleged involvement in a fatal crash involving a teammate. Again, I'm just going to give you the facts as we have them. The athens Clark County Police Department announced Wednesday that Carter will be arrested for reckless driving and racing. The announcement came hours after the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that Carter was present at the scene of the January 15th crash and later providing shifting accounts of the wreck to police. Devin Willick, an offensive lineman for the Bulldogs and recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix, were killed in what police initially reported as a single vehicle accident. Details of the investigation released Wednesday cited evidence that Carter and LaCroix were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the fatal crash. Carter is the number one overall prospect in this year's draft, according to ESPN's Mel Kuyper Jr. He is not participating in the workout portion of this week's NFL scouting combine in Indy, but will conduct interviews with teams, undergo a physical, and is scheduled to address reporters Wednesday. Now, I want to be clear, that's supposed to be happening right now. As far as we can tell, that is not happening right now. That is no big surprise, I don't think, to anybody in this room, to anybody around this, because, frankly, as this information develops, all we can do is go with what we know. Jalen Carter not speaking yet. I would be stunned, Harry, to see him say anything right now. This is so breaking, and there's so much at stake. Let me, again, so loudly, everybody understands this, there's loss of life in this accident that is far more important than anything that we will talk about from the draft concept. That is far more important than anything we talk about in the football career concept. Uh, that does not change the fact that as ESPN uh, does, we cover sports, Harry. So the first thought in this is if you're Jalen Carter, you were about to go to a podium. You've been through the scouting combine as a player. You certainly can't step up to the podium right now. You would have to be prepared for every possible question coming from every team, not just reporters. 100% fits. Um, I, don't, I don't think anyone associated with Jalen Carter, and quite frankly, I'll be honest, anyone involved with the NFL shouldn't allow him to go up there either. Because we do got to remember, right, two lives were lost in this entire situation, in this tragedy. And I just want to say, man, 
Spike Lee made a movie called Do the Right Thing, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, speeding and drag racing or anything along those lines, uh, drinking or driving, and I'm not preaching to everyone. I'm just I'm just trying to encourage people to do the right thing because when we don't and then a vehicle is operated, you're in a situation to now lives can be altered and situations can be for the worse. And I'm just a big fan of it. As the older I get, try to preach to, you know, the younger crowd and also people older to, you know, not operate a vehicle recklessly and also don't drive a vehicle under the influence and just do the right thing, man, because life is so valuable. Um, and when one is lost or multiples are lost, it's a tragedy in my eyes because there are families on both sides. There's a family also for Jalen Carter who's in this situation right now. And I just want us to focus you know, more so on doing the right thing like Spike Lee made a movie about. The information that we have currently on ESPN.com, and this was just tweeted out a couple of minutes ago from Adam Schefter, uh, continues to give us more details. Details of the investigation released Wednesday, that is today, cited evidence that Carter and LaCroix, who is obviously deceased as a result of this accident, were, quote, operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing. And this is also a quote. The evidence demonstrated that both vehicles switched between lanes drove in the center turn lane, drove in opposite lanes of travel, overtook other motorists, and drove at a high rate of speed in an apparent attempt to outdistance each other. That's according to the police statement. Police investigators have determined that, quote, alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed were significant contributing factors to the crash. A toxicology report indicated LaCroix's blood alcohol concentration was .197, more than twice the legal limit in Georgia at the time of the crash. The 2021 Ford Expedition driven by LaCroix was traveling at about 104 miles per hour shortly before the crash. So those are more details uh, that we know. According to documents and records of 911 calls reviewed by the Journal Constitution, at least two vehicles driven by Georgia football players had been at the scene, including the Jeep Trackhawk driven by Carter, who left the scene before police or emergency personnel Arrived. He returned to the scene less than two hours later, according to the paper, which reported that he was asked by police whether he had been racing the vehicle that crashed. So these are all details that we're getting, Harry. We're not here to offer weird takes on these things, but this is important information in context to the fact that right now the warrants that are out for Jalen Carter would stem from this are for reckless driving and racing specifically. So the police do believe uh, that, that he was part of this incident and this incident resulted in the loss of two lives. So uh, obviously I think everybody's a little, you know, a little shocked to see some of this information coming out. And for me, though, Fitz, it's, as people, we can't keep putting ourselves in these type of situations. We have to start learning from other people's mistakes. You get what I'm saying? Like, you, we, we, there's so many cases and so many instances with, that, we, that we can learn from as human beings to not put ourselves in situations like this. And we got to start surrounding ourselves with people who want to do the right thing and also is going to hold us accountable for our actions. Like, we, we can't keep going through these cycles over and over and over again. Like, we have to be able to learn and grow. We have to. And and, and, and I'm not going to sit up here and say being a, a, a young age and being in college, I'm not going to make that excuse. 
I'm not. I'm not. We're better because there, there, there are programs. There's all kind of stuff that we go through as athletes, man, to help us be better men and better people. We're better armed with information on how to avoid these pitfalls than ever before. Uh, by the way, uh, there is surveillance video, according to the Journal Constitution, that has been obtained that shows multiple vehicles downtown. One was the Jeep. One was the Ford. So both Carter and LaCroix's vehicle, as well as a 2019 Dodge Charger driven by Bulldogs linebacker Jamon Dumas Johnson. So we are going to get more information on this every single step of the way. So coming up, we're going to go live to the NFL Combine where Jalen Carter was scheduled to be at the podium as we speak. We'll go with someone that's there next. Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.